Welcome to episode 20 of Video Games Were a Mistake. I am your host for this episode. I go by the name of Jermaine, and with me, I have my good buddy and colleague, Ian. Hey, folks. How you doing, Ian? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good. I, I'm a little bummed that, uh, unfortunately, we lost Benson to the sickness. Yes. Uh, He's down. I don't know which sickness. With the sickness. <laughs> Uh, that's the first thing that popped in my head and I felt horrible about it. it but not so much anymore because you, you went into my head and pulled that out so I appreciate it my, uh, yeah I think uh, probably just uh, some of that allergy stuff I think he's just uh, not feeling too uh, chatty tonight yeah so it seems like it's going around my little ones have been sneezing up a storm as well so yeah, I feel for you Benson I can't wait to see you next week I'm assuming it's only gonna be a week, so yeah, yeah, I'm sure he'll be back Get in better. action. Exactly. Cool, man. But yeah, man. We... So some shit uh, has gone down. Yeah, it's been in the world of uh, video games. It has been a busy week. Uh, yes. Um, we've got, of course. Well, we're gonna follow up on. Uh, I think we we touched on our buddy, the uh, ex IGN editor. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. that's developed some uh, over the yeah. weekend. Um, we got sure some, some uh, QuakeCon, so that was QuakeCon fun. happened. Yep. Um, Blizzard dropped some knowledge on us. That's true. Uh, yeah. But uh, before we get into all that, let's let's start with the games we've been playing for the past week. Indeed. Yeah. And what what have you been getting into? So the one and only thing that I've been playing this week has been Monster Hunter World on PC. And, oh my uh, god! Yeah, they uh, got you. They got me, man. And we've talked about uh, on the show. Like I think when yes. the the announcement came out, like we were all super excited, and that like gradually drained away to almost nothing. And then it came out on PC, and I was well, it was about to. I think yeah. like you know maybe twenty four, forty eight hours before it actually hit, I was like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> So I did, and I, I just kept hearing great things about it. Uh, the port right. was supposed to be pretty good, and um, people were you know, jumping back in and having a lot of fun, and so I was like, well, all right. So yeah, I pulled the trigger. Very, very glad that I did. Because Monster yeah, Hunter World, good so far. oh my God, man. That, this is the kind of, I, I've been playing a little bit of co-op with my brother. Um, mm-hmm. st- st- he's my routine co-op partner for stuff like The Division and... Uh, uh, we played a lot of Destiny 2 together, and this is going to be the next like life wasting game that we play together because like there's so much Monster Hunter. Um, really, I so um, I think you know another podcast that uh, I've listened to for a long time. I think Benson has too. I'm not sure if it's the No Quarters guys. I think they all. I've, I've heard of them. I haven't listened okay. exclusively yet. They they bounced off it pretty hard, and I understand why. Um. There's so much like um, Monster Hunter has a lot of stuff going on, and um, you're you're looking at like four or five different kinds of mission activities that you can do. There's uh, a crazy inventory system, crafting system, upgrade systems, um, the uh, just figuring out like what you're going to be doing, like why you're going out into the field and what you're going to be hunting. I mean, it's 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 a bit of a mess. Uh, there's, I think, I want to say 12 different weapons and all of them play completely differently. They all have their own upgrade tracks. Um, so, uh, and 
then there's there's armor for every different kind of monster that you hunt because ultimately what you're doing in Monster Hunter is hunting monsters, killing them, and then carving parts off of them and building things out of that. So, right. uh, which is a little horrific, but uh, um, what? And so you go out into these different uh, areas, these big open maps. Um, everything's very fluid, and if you've played on the 3ds before there's a lot of it's kind of broken up into zones and there's kind of some loading in between each one it can be a little cumbersome to get between and now because it's on you know the, the xbox one playstation 4 and now pc all of that's pretty seamless like you go through and you can just kind of walk from one area of the map to another and it's you know there's no loading screens or anything and uh and you're you're tracking these monsters in this beautiful environment um and uh, they're huge. These fights are, are long, and, uh, and just the first couple are pretty easy, but like it, it ramps up pretty quickly, and um, and everything feels so uh, like uh, it feels like you're in a like Jurassic Park, basically, with where That's the awesome. you know the, the all the different creatures have. There's an ecosystem, and the big monsters are eating the small ones, and uh, you'll see ants crawling towards something. And you'll follow the trail of ants, and they'll be at, picking at some you know crazy mushroom that you can use to you know make potions or something. Um, everything is very there's an ecology to it that's very consistent and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it, it just is a lot to take in at first. And the way that I described it to my friend, um, she just bought it too. Uh, is it? It's like being in a. Uh, a big house, but it's on hoarders, right? And so it's just okay. full to the brim of all <laughs> kinds of crap that you don't understand. And it's not in any kind of conceivable order. And as you right. play more and more, you, what you're doing is you're kind of arranging things the way that you want them or understanding what things do and kind of clearing out uh, as you go um, like a mental map and catalog system and organization system for all the disorganized uh, tools and stuff, which all wind up being helpful, but it does take right. some work to kind of work through the initial clutter and uh, it's sort of information overload. But uh, man, I, you know, once you do that, man, I've had so much fun with this game. It's it's oh it's God. just really good. I was really hoping you were gonna get on and be like, yeah, it's not it's not good. It's you don't want to play this. But now that I'm hearing this, I'm afraid. Yeah, and this is this is gonna be the this is gonna be the one that I'm gonna be sinking time into every week i can see this being like you know you know just i'm gonna do my login maybe run a quest or two every day even if i don't like go and do the mainline story quest there's so much to do and you can just there's limited time events sort of like the um uh you know uh, elusive targets in hitman right um so there'll be just you know different things that you can log in and only like okay you've got to do this in the next six days so i mean there's so much stuff like that layered on there's never not something to do so that's awesome. Yeah, this is this is going to be taking uh, a significant portion of my life for the next uh, several <laughs> months, I think. But yeah, how many uh, hours have you put in so far? Uh, Steam says, "Well, Steam says I'm about 15 hours." So that's that's less. That's not bad. That's not not as much as I thought it was going to. But because I've that's had a good it, chunk though. Yeah, uh, especially since I got it. What like less than a week ago. Yeah. Uh, okay. And like, I worked over the weekend, and damn, so, yeah. and you still sunk that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my, so, okay. All right. Yeah. I think I think you like it. It's good. 
Yep. Uh, it has, I'm, I'm very early on in the game so far. And even at 15 hours in, I've really just started to scratch the surface. So right. uh, like I've unlocked the second area. So there. have you played a Monster Hunter in the past? Yeah, I have. I played uh, 4 Ultimate on the 3DS. And, and did you fall into that one or did you bounce off? I kind of bounced off of it even though I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason was that... Uh, like I have big stupid caveman hands and the 3DS is not oh, yeah. like ideal for me uh with my like dumb meat hook hands and uh mm-hmm. like aging eyes uh right. it's it's just a difficult game for me to play on that platform um right so that was the real big wall for me on on that system uh, it, it's still an incredibly deep game on the 3DS uh but yeah that, I bounced off but it was just because the human interface uh, exactly. aspect of it just kind of made it impossible for me to play. But uh, now with the uh, now I can play it on a big old Xbox One controller, and uh, that's a blast. So, oh my god! Uh, I, you know what? I think this game for me, because I know if I pick it up, I'm not playing anything else until I sink sixty something hours it's into it. That kind of game for sure. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna have to be patient. And just let it let it linger, and I'll probably pick it up <laughs> either like in January or something. Mm-hmm. But it is definitely on my list. Like I, I I know last week I said nope, it's not on my radar anymore. It's still there. It's just I'm not jumping at the bit to get it. Yeah, but yeah. you're not the only person I've heard who picked up the PC version and is absolutely enthralled with it. Like all my friends who picked it up, they're like, you need to get this, and I'm like, dude, I can't. Yeah. I, can't. I can't do another you one understand. of these. Yeah, I have an addictive personality when it comes to shit like that. And I will forget everything else. I mean, game wise, and I'll just play that for the next yeah. two months. I wish it was like that, where I w- w- I could get one of these things and then know, okay, well, this is the game that I'm going to play for the next four months or something, and then realize like <laughs> I'm not going to get anything else. But I'm an idiot, and I'm going to buy other things like in the next, right? You know, so like, yeah, that that'll be me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But uh, this is the closest I think that I've gotten to, like since Destiny 2 came out, uh, yeah. this is the game that I just kind of want to be playing. And, right. you know, it's the, it's got that like daily, it's a very grindy game. I mean, it makes no bones about that, but mm-hmm. um, it makes you want to, like the grind is fun and the way and the way that they reward you and give you options for upgrades, it's quick enough. Like the drip feed is set right. You know what That's I mean? That's good. Like you, you're getting rewards and feeling like you're progressing uh, all the time. So I think it's great too on PC. The I know there are some multiplayer hiccups with the uh, console version, and it is a little weird. Uh, but everything just works, and it just uses the Steam API. Uh, so you're automatically in squads uh, for whatever Steam groups that you've joined. Oh and shit! Really? Yeah. So it it, it automatically po- you're already like a member of whatever Steam groups you've uh, joined, and those are those are squads in the game. So that's okay. easy. Like it's easy to find a game for a co-op. Um, mm-hmm. They have a cool thing now where you can shoot an SOS flare if you're having a really tough time, and uh, anybody I don't know how they figure it out, but they'll they'll uh, allow other players who are playing in the same zone to come and respond and help out with you. So it's, it's almost like a dark Souls sort of thing where you put your assign down and, um, if you need, you know, help on a boss, you can go up. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool too. Yeah. That sounds great. And it's awesome. Cause that sounds, that system sounds a little better than what I've heard on the console side. I heard it was a little harder to get in games with friends. 
Yeah. Um, but the built-in Steam functionality, that sounds like they they heard our complaints and actually made a, a difference with that. Yeah, I think it was real smart. Um, so uh, when I've wanted to call up with my brother or something, like we've just been able to jump right into each other's games. And it's a little weird. The only weird part is when you want to go out on a quest, like you've got to go to the quest board, select a quest, post it. Everybody's got to join. There, there's It's a multi-step process. Uh, okay. And I'm not even sure if I've got my uh, head around it quite yet, but we haven't had too much trouble getting it to work. So that's good. good, yeah. So Man, so yeah. do you have any complaint? Like, it sounds like this game is just, boom, it's good to go. No complaints at all? Or it's, I mean, other than no. the fact that it is a mess to get, like when you first get in, okay. and it doesn't do a good job of explaining a lot of the stuff that it's doing. Uh, fortunately, gotcha. there's, I mean, you can find so much stuff on monster hunter in terms of oh, yeah. like, guides online uh i think the game could have done a lot better of a job of, of sort of uh signposting some of the tools that are right. available and how to use your inventory system and stuff uh that's very messy mm-hmm. but again and that's either going to be a complete wall uh and i think it was for some of the guys on no quarters or right. or it's not and you're going to be able to get into the game and and and, and really bite into it <laughs> so to speak um, right, <laughs> but uh, so so that is something to be aware of. I mean, if anybody's listening and is kind of on the fence about um, picking it up, I would say you know look at some videos because it it really is a headache to kind of navigate through the menus at first, and it it stays that way. It, they're not well laid out. It's a gotcha. It's one of the most Capcom games ever made <laughs> uh, that way. So um, so yeah, just I mean, be aware of that. Um, it's worth i i found that it's worth getting through that initial learning curve but you know again your mileage may vary that right that annoyance may be and it is it's too much for some people and and i don't blame them for feeling that way man but, uh, that's awesome though yeah. i i look forward to when i finally pick this game up and everyone is like super high level and i'm sitting there and like how do you how do i manage my inventory <laughs> well the great thing definitely. is you can go back and it's it's super easy to go back and help uh early level players if you've been playing for a hundred hours you oh, can really uh, it's no problem to go back and uh and just hang out and, and guide people like a lot of people do that so that's, that's really cool. neat and the other thing like i mentioned about the ecology and i'll, I'll end on this note i mean mm-hmm. while you're out hunting a particular monster um, like an Anginoth, which is like this T-Rex looking thing. Mm-hmm. Or I'll use a different example because um, <laughs> that's kind of like the apex predator in the first zone. <laughs> um, okay. and, and you'll see them. You'll see Ang- the, the Anginoth, uh, like wandering around and your uh, handler will be like, yeah, maybe you stay away from that thing right now. You're probably not going to want to uh, <laughs> mess with that thing just yet. Right. But like I've been fighting like some of the uh, more... Uh, like potato stuff like the there's one called the jeez uh, like I can never remember how to pronounce any of these things oh yeah the like of course not. the um kulu yaku is this dumb dodo bird looking thing that uh <laughs> you ever see a labyrinth yes you know those birds in the swamp that like threw their heads each uh, around and like did that oh, yeah, really uh-huh. super creepy dance it looks like one of those kind of Oh geez. Um, so I'm, I'm fighting this thing, and it's way tougher than it looks. It's like a it's like a raptor with that head, like a dodo bird head. <laughs> and uh, so I'm fighting this thing. It's getting worn down, and it kind of runs off. 
And as it's running out of the swamp that I'm fighting in, one of those Anginoth Tyrannosaur things uh, shows up and just chews the hell out of it. Like it just, oh, like it just gets attacked by a way bigger, scarier monster. And so right. I had to just like hide in the bushes while this thing <laughs> got brutalized by a Jurassic Park monster, and uh, <laughs> and hope that it could get away so then I could go after it and kill it. So. Oh my god, that's so awesome! Yeah, it's real neat. Like you're not at the top of the food chain in this game. It's really, really, it's it's a cool Man. feeling. So, uh, I had yeah. one quick question. How it? So, have you fought any of the big monsters solo, or you've been doing mostly co-op? I've been doing mostly solo, uh, and it works. Oh, really? Out. Yeah. Um, uh, but again, I, I've I've only gotten to like the medium sized stuff, like the big gotcha. big stuff. I don't think I've really seen yet. Okay. Um, and but the co-op stuff, it, they do scale the HP up. Um, mm. So like you're not fighting like it's a, they're a bit tougher when you're playing co-op versus solo. So you're not. Uh, gotcha. It's not like they're not gonna completely roll over for you if you've got a couple friends. Okay, yeah, that's why I was wondering if it just all right, cakewalk everybody do what yeah. you have to do. Everybody but, uh, just slap this thing once and they'll be dead. exactly. Yeah. So no. Cool. Man, well, yep, now I'm excited for that game. That's going to go on my soon-to-be backlog. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> well, hey, man, yeah, if you if you get into it, yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to run together. It's, it's, Hell yeah, it's a good that time. sounds fun. Jeez. Have, yeah, but uh, I've heard uh, you're playing something uh, pretty fun oh, and sort of addictive, too. Yeah. Uh, so last week I mentioned I purchased, I pre-ordered Dead Cells on the strength of everyone who played that early access. Mm-hmm. They said even at early access, people were sinking 100 hours into And I was like, how is that even possible? And the thing that got me to buy the game, which I'm going to argue that this game is not a Metroidvania mm-hmm. in the true sense of the word, was that they said, hey, if you like Metroid, this, you got to buy this game. And I'm like, all right, sold, done. They said the same for Axiom Verge, which was more of a Metroidvania game. Yeah. And I love that. Um. I saw this. I saw the aesthetics. It looked good. Combat. It's nice and fluid. So I was like, all right, I'm in. Let's do this. So I started. Did I start that? I think I started it last Thursday. Okay. Not the night of the podcast, but the day, the next day. And I think I, I was supposed to go to bed early that day. And I sunk four hours into it that one night. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. It sunk its teeth into me, and and just like, hey, I'm here to stay until you finish me off. So let's 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 get cozy together. I'll be here for a, a, a couple of hours. So, Dead Cells is. It has a lot of things from different genres, different games, all mixed into one perfect. Mm. I won't say perfect. Uh, one great package. Yeah. So. It does have the Metroid stuff as far as there will be areas where you get to where you clearly need a different um, mobility mode to get past a door or maybe get to a higher ledge. And you see it and you're like, all right, I can't get there now. Let me move on because that's what Metroid teaches you. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the Metroid aspect. There is also a tiny bit of Mega Man in this game because there are different bosses um, within Dead Cells, like there's a few different areas that you get to. Once you get to the area, there's a boss. If you beat that boss, that's how you get your Metroid quote unquote powers to get to that next area. So 
there was one, I think the first one you get is the ability to grow these like vines out of the ground. They basically just shoot straight up and then you're able to climb up them and then get to areas that you couldn't reach uh, at the beginning of the game. And okay. then that opens up a whole nother area and it takes you to different, uh, different lands in the game. So that part's cool. Yeah. The other aspect of Dead Cells is the combat slash weapon system. Um, you start off with some basic uh, range attacks, melee attacks, and then in, over the course of exploring the game, you also get like uh, like cannons that automatically shoot, like turrets and stuff like that, or grenades that you can use also in your offensive um, endeavors. Mm-hmm. That is just fun. Like you can every oh I forgot to mention every game you play is procedurally generated so you start off in the same area but that area is laid out a little bit differently there's uh power-ups in different areas there's weapon enemies in different areas so it keeps the game fresh without feeling random yeah um at first i thought that was gonna be an issue for me because i'm used to metro i can tell you where everything in metroid is right now that because I, feel I played like, it so much. Yeah, that's kind of I think like an important aspect of Metroid it, to me anyway. Exactly. Where like you, yes, the map is so like handcrafted. Yep. Uh, and and I think that's why I think yeah. Met- Super Metroid is so amazing because oh, the way that map is laid out. Yeah. And so that's why and exactly to your point, that's why I say this is not a Metroidvania right. because the map's always different. But that doesn't take away from the gameplay at all. If anything, it actually enhances it because. I can play 10 different rounds of Dead Cells and it'll be totally different each time as far as the map goes, as far as the weapons they lay out for you, enemy types. It's just, it's so good. Like running through those levels, the combat, the traversal, exploring the different levels. It's just, I can't even... The feedback, it, it's, I mean, I haven't played it, but, like, the feedback looks so good. Like, just the, the animation is so beautiful and fluid. It's so good. Like, and, I don't uh, understand yeah. how they did it. Yeah. And I, the thing that is crazy is this game was in early access for, what, a year or two, I believe? Yeah, I think it was about a year. Maybe, yeah, something like that. Like, a year, 18 months. And I kind of want to go back and play, like, their early, their first early access build just to see what it was like because there's no way this game was that Paul poly- well I mean some people say it was that polished at the beginning like as far as the combat and the fluidity of the movements like it's always been on point and I'm like mm-hmm. there's no way how I, did they do this I mean from what I I mean again I, I haven't played either the early access or the finished version but like you know, what I had heard from people is you know when it did show up uh, people were like you could sell this as a full priced game I mean nobody That's would awesome. be mad so they were yeah. it sounds like they were pretty they were wrapping up the development process when they got in, like they started early access. So I, I mean, I, uh-huh. I think it has been fairly polished uh, mm-hmm. since. So, uh, but still that's, it's kind of remarkable to see that. Uh, I don't know. Everybody, everybody that I've heard and now including you <laughs> has really oh, just been so, so impressed with how sharp this game is. So yeah, yeah I got a, I now I'm enthralled with that team. Like I don't, I don't think I've played hammer fist. Hammerfest, I think they made that. Oh, yeah, yeah. What did they... Um, but as far as their other games, I really haven't heard of them. I think they're, uh, the studio's name is Motion Twin, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they and 
I'm hooked now. Anything they put out, I'm at least gonna pay attention to because this game is is so damn good. Um, the uh, interesting thing about them, it's not a traditional company, mm-hmm. and they're like a worker cooperative. So oh, really, everybody oh, yeah. in the studio makes the exact same amount of money, and so like if they get you know if the a bunch of sales like they they sell outside of what they expected, everybody gets the same bonus. That's um, awesome. So that's <laughs> I think that's pretty cool too. Like that in itself makes me love this this developer. Like that's unheard of. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> it's it just doesn't happen. So yeah, I, I think that especially you know when we talk about you know. Studios go through crunch all the time, and people are, yep. you know, barely making ends meet. You know, like so, it's really cool that uh, there's this sort of like very, I mean, as a worker-owned company. So, yeah, yeah, and they're making it work, and they made something really, really great. So, yeah, really- it uh, it always amazes me when a game comes out of nowhere. Like I didn't, I mean, I've heard of Dead Cells, but I didn't really pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. But this is quickly climbing my personal list of like. Is as hyperbole as it sounds, best games I've touched ever. Like, yeah, there is so much nuance to this game. There's so many different tactics you can employ. Like, because not only do you get different weapons, there's these things called mutations that can either give you 30% extra health or 37% cooldown on all your special weapons or uh, the ability to come back after come back at least once after a death. Like, it changes the way you the game yeah. and that's every round you play you can one round i went all bows i had two bows and grenades and i made it way farther than i thought i was going to and then in the next round i was like all right i'm gonna do all swords or a combination of both or yeah. i'm gonna go shield and sword it's whatever you feel like playing at the time they accommodate you and it, and it doesn't seem wrong it doesn't seem like there's one way to play this game and that's how you're going to be successful like everything i've tried so far seemed viable that's cool yeah it's oh god they nailed it that's like i want to talk to these dudes (laughs) and just be like how how did you come up with this concept so (laughs) cool oh it's great because there's stuff dead cells like in some of those other roguelike or you know procedurally generated games i'm thinking mostly of the binding of isaac right now Mm -hmm. so there's there's tons and tons of items and different ways to build out your characters you go through. But there's some items that are just stupid. Right? Like, you just don't ever <laughs> want to get them. Uh, <laughs> so I, I mean, haven't come yeah. across that yet. Yeah. And I like part of me being cynical, I think that's going to happen. But like I, I'm, I don't know how many hours I'm in. I'm probably 15, 20 hours in. Okay. And I haven't come across. There's weapons that I just don't like. Sure. But they all seem viable i will use them until i get something that i enjoy using comes through but like they all feel like they're a viable option mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. game so it's not like some weird joke thing like i mean the other th- well and you mentioned too that you know uh, it's just one of it has this special feeling like a game that like you know one of the best games you've touched and i'm i, I was just trying to think of like other games that have done that for me and i think like spelunky is one. Oh yeah um, or yeah. uh Isaac sort of eventually. I, guess I haven't played there. Isaac yet. That's a, that's an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I somebody told me the story of Isaac, and I was like, I'm good. Yeah, I, yeah no, I'll watch other people play, but I don't, I don't know if I want to get into it. <laughs> it, it. It is one man's uh, d- descent into his own Freudian psychosexual problems. Exactly. From his so yeah, it's it's nuts, but uh, 
I, I did back the card game, so we're going to be able to see what that's oh, all about. Nice. Uh, maybe November, but um, yeah, it just is like one of those weird things that kind of comes out of nowhere, and you're like, wow, this is unique and special. Mm-hmm. So I love I, that's. I think that's why. I love playing video games so much because, yeah, you'll get your Call of Duties and yep. your Maddens, games that you know what they're about. But every once in a while, some shit like this will come through and you're like, "I okay. I love that. It's re-sparked the love for me. This is great. Just something <laughs> like that's just genuinely delightful and surprising. I love yeah. that games can do that. It's there, there's, there aren't like hard boundaries around what the genres or what the medium is capable of. So there's exactly these moments. Yeah, yeah, and the like, easier that it is for people to get into creating games, the more random stuff we're going to see. And yeah. I think yep. it's just going to get better and better from here on out. No, I, I, and that's really exciting. I mean, like we're seeing, uh, there's a couple kids in India, uh, some 16-year-olds um, mm-hmm. who um, just released their first game. They're, I think they're, yeah, they were 16 when they started it. So I, I, um, it's called Alter Army. Um, okay. I, I've only played like a 15 minutes of it or something like that. But I mean, they were able to create this, like it's a, um, I think it's a Metroidvania type, like uh, brawler sort of game, okay. but, uh, it, it seems it's really unique and weird and cool in, in different ways. Like it's rough around the edges, but right. yeah, I just think it's awesome that people can just, the, the, the tools are democratized at that point where yes. you can see stuff. that's like, you know, somebody's individual vision. Exactly. Um, it, with very few filters between, you know, the final product and, you know, what right. they originally conceived of. So exciting times. Oh for yeah, sure. for sure. I'm, I highly recommend at least take a, take a look at dead cells and see if there might be something that you're into. Maybe not look at the like later level stuff because it does get crazy fucking hard. Mm-hmm. But by the time you get there, you know, how to move through the world. Like when I first started, I hated the jump. And the jump felt weird. But now that I'm used to it, I love it. It's, okay. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's what what is the jump? Is it like a set uh like how does the jump work? Do you have a double jump? So, a- so you do have a double jump, but it feels like when you first play it, it feels like the double jump it's not high enough mm-hmm. and it doesn't go far enough. It feels very like when you jump once, it feels like you hit a wall and you go straight back down. And then when you double jump, you kind of break through that wall, but you go straight back down. It just feels off. But okay. once you get used to jumping and running and rolling, it just, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not supposed to treat this like any other double jump. This is a unique Dead Cells double jump. Okay, I'm on board. Sure. You got me. Because I remember that so. being a thing in uh, Mercenary Kings, too. The jump mm-hmm. was my, like... Uh, trying to remember what it's like either a nes or master system or something like that game where the jump Uh it was like a set distance so you didn't have any control over anything like once you'd already anyway it felt weird and it took me a long time to get used to it but once i did it was like okay this makes sense it's fine yeah exactly oh man yeah, I will definitely, when we get done on the cast and I'm... <laughs> You're back into Dead Cells? <laughs> Weren't you closing it down right that. before we started recording? Oh, I was. Yeah. yeah. I was so like, <laughs> well, at first I was like, all right, Ian, I'll be on in 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I was like getting water and then I kissed the girls goodnight, kissed the wife goodnight. And then I sat down, I had five minutes. I was like, I'm just going to open it up. Just one like, more, right? Yeah. Just one more. <laughs> one more run. And I was like, all right, I need to stop because I will 
I will fuck up and be like, dude, I'm sorry, it's 11, but uh, that sells, man. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, man. Oh, well, uh, look, I was hunting the, uh, the, the um, what was it called? The electric feather dragon in uh, Monster. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, oh, I, I'd, only, so good. I'd only close that down right before we started, too. So, so good. <laughs> Thank you, video games. Oh, I yeah. appreciate you. You do. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Well, that was all I played. I mean, there's been other games I played a little Overwatch. Okay. Um, you still loving that uh, Wrecking Ball, dude? So, the crew I play with decided that we want to try not get like professional or anything, but like start doing comp matches. Okay. And right, well, the last time we played, the Wrecking Ball guy was not in a comp match, so I couldn't use him. So oh. I started using Hanzo, which. At first, I hated Hanzo because I couldn't, I didn't understand how to shoot with him. I was like, why am I missing everything? Now that I put a couple hours in with him, I I think he might be one of my favorite characters. I liked Hanzo he's, early on. He's nice. Yeah. Like, it's so fast fighting, hitting somebody in the face with an arrow and they go down instantly. It's like, oh, okay, this is this is how <laughs> it's supposed to be. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I haven't I haven't been playing much anything else except for Dead Cells. Dead Cells, yeah. Uh, what was the uh, I, the um, I want to say the final match of the uh, Overwatch League uh, this year. It, uh-huh. it, I think it was um, the London Spitfires. They have uh, they have a Hanzo right. player, and uh, he took out he team wiped uh, mm? with. Uh, Hanzo's wow. ultimate. So that's and it was awesome. th- and it was through a wall. <laughs> like you couldn't well, see any love, of, Yeah. Love it. I would so, love that. It's pretty good. Uh good. yeah, so um, I mean, speaking of Diablo, we might as well or speaking of Blizzard. Yes. All right, fuck that segue up. <laughs> I am not a master segue. Oh, was, we'll leave that to Benson. <laughs> <laughs> wound up all right. Uh, but uh there was some news from Blizzard. Well, I don't know if they came out and say it or it got leaked, but Apparently, Diablo 3 is coming to the Switch. Yes. Uh, that, I did not see that coming. I don't know why. Uh, you know, they there was an announcement from Blizzard earlier, uh, a couple weeks ago, I think, that they said they've got multiple Diablo-related projects um, in the works. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Forbes accidentally broke embargo on this one. Right. So this yeah. is one of them. Uh, so I, I'm, I kind of jokingly said to my friend, I like, ah, Diablo 3 on Switch? And it turns out, <laughs> and, it and it happens. I can, I can absolutely see Diablo three working on the Switch as a fantastic. Oh, yeah. This is yeah, this could be a ton of fun. It's it sounds like a very ambitious uh, little port as well because apparently they're adding some Legend Legend of Zelda swag into it. Oh yeah, yep. I like think, you could play as Ganondorf. I think yeah, there's like a Ganondorf armor set or something. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so. I'm sure they'll have all kinds of crazy, goofy stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Like, will it be? Will you have to rebuy all of the like the the, the expansion and mm-hmm. um, the whatever else? I don't know. But uh, like, just as I also am interested because I never played it on c- controller, but I heard that that was a blast. Like once they oh yeah m- they took it to console. Yep, I played. Well, so I I started off in PC and sunk a silly amount of hours there mm-hmm. and then i got convinced to buy it on playstation 4 and it surprisingly worked very well yeah. like i don't know how they did it but it feels it i wouldn't say it feels like a different game 
but it feel like it feels like it belongs on console. That's great. Like it doesn't feel like they shoehorned something in. It feels just perfect on console. So I definitely see it working well on the Switch. And apparently they're gonna have four player local co op on the same machine, which that might get crazy. Yeah. Um, on that tiny ass screen. I mean, I'm sure most people will have it plugged into the TV. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would imagine docked mode would be the way to go with this, but still, yeah. that's, that's really cool. But having the option of, hey, I'm on a plane, and let's so happen in a perfect world, the person next to me loves Diablo, I will just give them one controller, and I'll play with the other one, and we'll go raid some dungeons and get some loot. That sounds good to me. Um, yeah, uh, that sounds great I don't to know me, if actually. I'm going to pick it up, though, because I think uh, right now I'm <clears throat> Diablo 3 is my, I don't know what else to play, I'm going to play that mm-hmm. game, and I think probably come towards November I'll be done, I'll have my Diablo fill for the year. Sure, and I'll be I'll be itching for that Diablo four if that's what they're working on, which I hope it is. I feel like that's got to be what's coming in at BlizzCon this year. I think that's November, I so I'm, yeah. I, I would be very surprised if we don't get like some kind of Diablo four exactly. or some sort of at least like teaser trailer or something. something. It'd be it'd be hilarious if they did like a like they just did the remaster of uh, the original StarCraft, like StarCraft HD. Mm. So I wonder yep. if they're going to do like an original Diablo HD. You know what? You now that you say that, I can totally see that. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see them doing that because they they did go back to Tristram, the Return to Tristram event for yeah, Diablo. Yeah, I missed that. It wasn't all that great. <laughs> okay, uh, it was it was it was neat, but like, don't feel bad about missing it. It wasn't all right. That awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, like they, they threw a like a pixely filter on the screen, and yeah. Oh, okay. But I mean, it was cool. I, I thought it was neat that they did it, but yeah, right. Like, yeah, they did, definitely didn't have to do it. So they're like, ah, let's just yeah. see how this rolls. Yeah. So, but, but uh, yeah, I can, I, I mean, man, it would be, I don't know. I'm still, like, I like my Switch, uh, and I'm, I'm getting, like, I still got to just get used to having it and playing it. it I've, yes. I've got my, in my head, like, where I play games is at my PC, and I still haven't exactly. got Exactly. So, yeah, just the ability to play games on the Switch is still a little bit weird to me. So, yeah, we'll see. The weird thing is, I don't think I've I haven't played. Uh, so I'm playing. I don't know if I said it. I'm playing Dead Cells on the Switch. Oh yeah. Um, that whole frame rate issue that people were talking about, it's there, but it's rare. Like maybe one out of six dungeon runs, I'll get a little hitch here and there. Okay, that's but not... it's nothing that like is stopping me from playing it. Okay, obviously. cool. Well, that was. Uh, Something I was considering because I didn't know if it, like I really love the fluid animation, so I wasn't sure whether I should get it on Steam or on Switch. But none of like I like being able to play it anywhere, and I haven't played this game docked at all. It's all been handheld. Okay. Um, I I like the ability to just play it anywhere. I kind of wish if it had cloud saves, I would definitely pick it up on PC. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like grinding out those first early uh, different weapon sets rights, yeah. and level ups and stuff like that. So I'll stick with the Switch for now until they're like, hey, we got cloud saves. And I'll be like, sold. I'll buy two more copies, please. Thank you. I seriously can't wait until that's just industry standard. Oh, please. Because it's so Thanks. nice when that happens. Like, like if oh, they, man. yeah. Sony's like, got to play nice, though. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if I'm giving you, I will buy your game twice. Like, you don't have to give me a discount. Yeah. I'm going to buy your game full price. Just let me transfer my saves between games. Like, yeah. please. <laughs> well, and I mean, now it's like, you know, with um, 
it's hard to make the argument now, like with Microsoft doing the buy once and you get it for Xbox and PC. Exactly. Like that. That's where you know. That's where Forza's at now. The uh, mm. uh, State of Decay two. Years was like that. So yeah, like, come on, let's get into the future now. This is what we can do. Let's. Uh, everybody should be able to. Yeah. Play on your yeah. preferred platform and play with all your friends. Exactly. No what yeah. Games of service, right? Like that's exactly. what we are now. So like, let's make it work. I hope it happens, but Sony is a. Uh holding their breath over there so we'll, we'll see yeah they're also making shitloads of money so like i can't really blame That's them true. for that like it's a it's I a winning strategy <laughs> yeah like i hate so, the decision but i don't yeah. blame their they thought process definitely got a reason <laughs> to keep doing it so yeah uh so what yeah. else happened this week uh, so to follow up on our friend uh philip uh Mushin, oh, who uh mm-hmm. for up until very recently was the, the nintendo editor at ign mm-hmm. um after we recorded last week um, yeah, IGN conducted their internal investigation and decided, ooh, yeah, this is uh, pretty bad, and they let him go. Um, anyway, so Philip decided to take to YouTube, which I guess is what he did. Like, he was a YouTuber prior to uh, starting up at IGN. Okay. Um, so he made a video for his YouTube channel where he quote-unquote apologized, but um, he said <laughs> both he that I take full responsibility for what happened and also... He also said it was totally by accident that this happened. And uh, okay, so he's talking about the incident that everyone saw with the right. dead cells. Review. The dead cells review for IGN, which it turns out he had lifted a lot of language from. Uh, yeah, a YouTuber named uh, Boomstick Gaming. Gotcha. Uh, and yeah. that that was the accident he's talking about, right? Okay. Um. Anyway, uh, Jason Schreier at Kotaku noticed. Uh, or it was tipped off at least that the FIFA 18 review that he'd done for IGN earlier in the year also had a lot of similar um, language. So Philip <laughs> pointed that out in his quote unquote apology video and said, all right, well, this Kotaku, you know, their news editor is you know making stuff up and why don't you just go keep looking, man, because see what else, let me know wow. what else you find. And so wow. <laughs> Jason decided to do exactly that. And uh, and some of there's also a thread on Reset Era that kind of catalogs all this. But it uh, turns out, so we got the Dead Cells review, the FIFA 18 review. Uh, turns out his Bayonetta 2 review was copied from Polygon. Jeez. Um, Metroid Samus Returns copied from Engadget. Uh, Octopath Traveler uh, had a copy from uh, Polygon, and also from another IGN employee. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, the list Wait, goes on. He, he copied some shit from another, from another IGN worker. Ah, uh, yes. A wow. Couple times. So, uh, wow. And then, like for stuff like Pockin Tournament DX was copied oh. from a Wikipedia article. <laughs> uh, and then maybe the worst or the silliest, anyway, is that his resume on LinkedIn is copy pasted from a job template website so wow he, like, he, he didn't his even own. attempt to change it yeah so oh i mean it's like the bullet points are exactly the same from uh like from <laughs> one like from the template to this one position that he says that he had as a marketing director i mean i'm laughing because the absurdity of this all is just ins- the fact that he told the dude to he called someone out and said hey yeah go find some more shit knowing good and well what he did I mean, it, f- it, what? 
I honestly think that he may, this is weird to me just because I'm, well, both of us are a little on the older side, you know, like in terms of this, you know, in terms of games media, most yeah. of the people who are in it are probably like 10 to 15 years younger than we are. But yeah. I like, I'm starting to think that maybe they're like, do people not learn about plagiarism in school anymore or right? like, that's what I was thinking. I think he may not realize that he did anything wrong. Like this is just what people do. Um, and it's like totally not at all. No what people do. It's like, real weird. Uh, and I, I was, I don't understand like at, at the core of it. I mean, if you're a reviewer, you write a review to have like your specific point of view about a game on you know, right. on the record. And, and what he was saying in his, again, in this apology video, he said, you know, my review process is a lot like everybody else's that I've talked to. And I try to read everything I can about a game before I start forming my own critical what? opinion. And I'm like, that's the no. opposite of how everybody yeah, you does don't that. do that. No, <laughs> you, you want to come up with like, you want to avoid all other coverage of the game. Exactly. So it doesn't color your own, uh, perspective like you know you read something about the way somebody frames something and their language can sneak into the way that you you know your thought patterns I mean and that's even if you don't like realize it subconsciously yes that review is affecting the way that you think about that game absolutely that. so yeah I mean me and everybody else that I know who reviews games at all I mean you try to like insulate yourself from that as much as possible so anyway Dude. yeah so. It was a point in time oh, for uh, way back in the day where I, I did a few reviews for some like really small websites and like a, the fact that they asked me to review a game mm. was awesome because in my mind I was like, I get to say exactly what I think about this game yeah. period. Like nobody else is telling me what to write. It's my opinion. I get to formulate it, put it in words and share that with the world. Like that is exhilarating. Yeah. And the fact that he, couldn't even do that like it was too much for him to come up with his own thoughts that he went out and copied a goddamn wikipedia article yeah, like it's 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 baffling did yeah. he did he not want to do it like did he just fall into this job and he's like shit now what do i do uh i, I yeah. need money so like i well so i've never done video reviews and i know that you, you're going to try to come up with a script that comes mm -hmm. off as sort of off the cuff or like in right uh Still though, like, is it tough to formulate your own thoughts about a game? Right, like I, I don't really get that part. Like, if you're again, right. you know, this is why you're in the business, uh, mm -hmm. uh, allegedly. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a baffling situation. Anyway, uh, this guy, uh, yeah, he's absolutely done, of course. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. And the yeah the the the. I feel like the entire games press has reacted pretty uniformly. <laughs> oh like, yeah. And I think correctly as yeah. well. Like IGN did a great job in jumping on top of this and responded quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, and the fact that they're taking off all of his content from their site, I think is commendable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, they're even writing like at first. They're going to be doing like some of the reviews that he published They're Right. You know, these are from six to eight months ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're reassigning uh, out to uh, to other writers, so they're going to recover smart. some of those stuff. So they've still got a review on file. So that's a, like when I first yeah. heard of it, I 
of course I was like, what the fuck? But I felt bad because I was like, man, this dude's done. Like nobody's going to hire him. He probably feels like shit. But after hearing you <laughs> mention his quote unquote apology, apology video and calling people out to go check his other work, mm. like clearly he did not give a fuck. Nope. Like wh- what? Yeah. So my, my feeling bad for him has gone out the window and I'm just like, all right, man, I hope you find something in life that you're passionate about that you can do honestly. Yeah. But I, you're done in the game industry. Like, yeah, there's, <laughs> this is not your field anymore for sure. No. So, but yeah, sorry. I felt the same way as you did. Like, I mean, it was like, geez, you know, I, and I think I mentioned this last week where it was like, you know, the pressure's bad, you know, like you don't mm-hmm. get a whole lot of time between, you know, when code comes out and when the deadline or the embargo lifts, right? But, right. you know, there's there's no excuse for stealing. And the um, and then, like you said, you know, the response took any sense of, like, pity or mercy I had for him. And yeah. That, that's gone. So, yep. Screw that guy. Uh, and yeah. it's good that he's out of the industry. And like, like exactly. you, I hope he finds something that he can do um, that doesn't. That doesn't um, tempt him into stealing other people's work. Right. Something that he feels comfortable with. Because I, it must have been, like, I, I kind of want to hear what he was thinking. I mean, I guess he said, hey, everybody does this. That's what he thought. I feel so like that's, that's, yeah. That's where it is. I do hope that somebody can sit him down and explain to him exactly why <laughs> yeah. what he did was fucked up. Because I don't think yeah. he really understands that. But, uh, but hey, dude, yeah. this is why this is fucked up. And this is why half the internet hates you. Do you understand? Yes. Okay. Now let's let's go whittle some wood or something. I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that. Or I mean, <laughs> it, look. I mean, I guess. I mean, I imagine he'll continue his YouTube career. I don't know. True. Doing what? But uh, hopefully not stealing. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, jeez. So get on that. Uh, get, get stream some Fortnite. Exactly. Yeah, they, I heard that was there's, popular. <laughs> there's gold in them there hills. Anyway. <laughs> you can have a whole stick. You'd be like, hey, I'm the guy who steals shit. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep. I'm sure somebody would Steely McGee. <laughs> Steely McGee teams up with Ninja for epic <laughs> Fortnite. Oh my god. Should we do have you heard about this ninja stuff? Oh, is this what he said about uh streaming with women? Yeah. Do you want to run through this? This is disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know the particulars, so correct me if I go astray, but apparently there was an interview with Ninja, and he came out and said that he does not stream with female gamers because of the way that the chat is and how toxic they are and how people talk, and he doesn't want to upset his relationship with his wife. Mm. who is also a streamer, I believe, or at least his, I know she's his manager. Okay. And they, he just doesn't want to like rock the boat as far as a relationship goes, which at first I was like, okay. Yeah. I guess I get that. But then I started to think about it more and I'm like, if your relationship is that rocky where you're playing, you're streaming live, everybody can see the interactions you're having and it's purely platonic. Like you shouldn't have anything to worry about, but then again, like I don't, you don't know what she's thinking. His wife, yeah, I don't like. It's just it just came out of nowhere, but people are ripping that dude apart. 
Yeah, I mean, and because on the, the you know on on one level it does sound very Mike Pence-y, right? Like I can't yes. be alone in a room with another woman. Exactly. But uh, like you said, I mean, I, I I can understand not wanting to expose somebody to the kind of like horrible septic, you know, just toxic waste that Twitch chat gen- tends to be. Like, have I explained this theory? Like, Twitch chat uh, is great up until you hit X number of people in chat, at oh, which yeah, point sure. it completely goes, uh, it, it becomes like just this howling, horrible hellscape mouth yes. of the internet. Uh, and, exactly. it, it, and it's immediate. Like it doesn't like just devolve. It's just like you hit a certain critical mass goes. and then it's, it's just, it's horrible. So, yeah. so I, like I do, right now my Twitch streams are low key. I have like, four or five people chatting in there and everybody's nice and cordial and cracking jokes. I love that. I couldn't deal with talk. I mean, I wouldn't, I just would be ignoring chat. I'm like, Hey, I'll play this game, but I can't read your bullshit. Right. Right. right (laughs) Um, Um, the thing that really bothers me is, and I, I'm trying to say this without sounding like a dick, but I hate when guys think that is their job to protect women. Mm. And what I mean by that is, if that is truly his thought process, I don't want to expose someone to that chat. Like, let her decide that. Maybe yeah. she can handle it. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't bother her. Maybe she is a professional streamer and she's used to bullshit like that. Well, like, and let her decide that. If you're a woman on the internet at all, you probably uh, are able to, you know, I imagine that's the, something that you've had to be able to uh, square with and, and, this is this sucks about the world that we live in but that you know exactly but that's exactly. the way things are and you know he is in a position i mean being like the most like watched streamer ever uh yeah. really to give people's careers a huge boost and to normalize exactly. the you know like you know, a non sexual creepy relationship you know exactly. between a man and a woman for a bunch of exactly. impressionable kids you know and that would have been uh, uh, you know, that's a really good opportunity uh, that he could take. I mean, not just for, um, you know, any other, you know, guest streamers that he brought on, but, you know, mm-hmm. for the kids that are watching him to see something like that, just be normal. Um, exactly. So. Like, I, I I, don't hate him for what he said or his decision or why he's thinking that. I just think it's sad that he has this huge ass opportunity to, like, change gaming culture. Yeah. Yeah, especially like you said for the young kids that watch him. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, Ninja plays with girls. It must be okay. Like, there's nothing weird about this. Yeah, but he totally fell right into the. the nah, I don't. I don't want to do that. This, uh, yeah, it's so paternalistic and gross. Yeah. So anyway, exactly. Yeah, so anyway, that disappointment. I hope he changes his mind. I hope he talks about it more, or at least attempts to explain himself or something. I I, I still think there's some good that will come out of this. Yeah, but oh man, what a bad first step! <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah, like you said, hopefully this is a teachable moment, and uh, and he's got tons of. I mean, I feel like you know he's going to be on the top for a while, and maybe he uh-huh. just needs to learn some stuff himself. But he's a massively entertaining dude, and uh, yeah, so I, I hopefully, yeah, hopefully he just takes this and incorporates that into uh, you know whatever he's doing going forward. So good yeah, luck exactly. to Ninja. 
And I, I was going to give him the he's young out, but nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. He's making you know, like, what, like a million some dollars a month? It's, exactly. Yeah. I was like, you're you're kind of a grown up now. Yep, like, yep. Deal, with, so, deal with the real world, please. Yeah. Um, In other news, uh, we had QuakeCon this weekend. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I don't know why I'm shocked that QuakeCon still happens. No, it's it's one of the older ones, right? Like, this has been yeah. going on since, like, what, 94, 95? But, I believe uh, so. Yeah, anyway, uh, got to see um, some new stuff on Fallout 76. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of talked about some of the stuff they're going to be doing to keep uh, griefers from having, you know, a, a real easy time, you know, making life miserable for everybody else who wants to play. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you become like, you'll, if you murder other players, you'll have like a bounty on your head, which if somebody is able to collect it, you'll have to pay. Damn. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So that'll come out of your caps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is uh, you'll also be marked kind of in a, not like a pinpoint, but like other players will know the area that you're in, uh, <laughs> but you won't be able to see them on your map. Wow. So, uh, so there's they're they're doing some things about that. I, there's a couple other steps too that I just it slipped my mind. Um, I think the 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 perk system looks really neat, but uh, not <laughs> not to bury the lead because really what I wanted to talk about when it came to QuakeCon was the reveal of uh the gameplay reveal for Doom Eternal, which yes. looks pretty freaking good. I didn't think it was possible, but they got me excited for this new Doom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was 100% going to be excited about more Doom, uh, just because right. it's like one of my favorite games ever now. But uh, but yeah, it like it looks, they have changed things. I mean, it, it looks a little more colorful and bright. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But so what we got to see, though, was um, the, the Doom Slayer, the Doom Marine, is getting some new abilities, one of which is the Meat Hook. Yes. Uh, this is a grappling hook that goes on the super shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously all games are improved by the inclusion of a gap- grappling hook. Exactly. Um, but in a very, very on-brand move for Doom, this grappling hook, if you use it, it's like, okay, so this is Doom, right? Here, we're going to give you a grappling hook, but you have to hurt things with it. Because exactly. the only thing okay, that sold. <laughs> yeah, the only thing it attaches to is uh, enemies. So you have yep. to attach to like a demon, so you'd be able to swing, like attach the meat hook to a caco demon or uh, pain elemental, and then swing across a gap, uh, or pull yourself right up to an imp, and then do the you know glory kill. Oh man, I'm so just crazy. I'm stoked. Yeah, it's gonna and like here is where I admit some shit that I probably shouldn't, but. I still haven't beaten Doom, the last Doom. Oh, Doom! I need to get yep. on that. I know that's it's all right. It gets pretty. Right. Uh, it gets pretty hairy at the end. It's a uh, tough... yeah. Like, well, I'm not even gonna say how far I got into it, but I fully intend to beat that game. I played like four hours of it, and mm-hmm. I was like, "This is great." And I don't know what pulled me off, but it wasn't the game's fault. It was something else happened. I don't know what. I can't remember. <laughs> there, I recall there being. There was a lot coming out that year. I think, yeah, I feel like something came out, and I was like, "Ooh, shiny! Let's go, let's go do this." You know what? It might have been Titanfall too. You know what? I think it was Titanfall too. Yeah, it was because I sunk. I played that game until I beat it. I was like, "This is great!" But I bought it on PC. I had it on PlayStation, 
bought it on PC, and that's where I'm going to be playing it at, and I, I can't wait. Like, I, I'm salivating. I think I might play it in October, because it seems like a Halloween game. It, it's a good Halloween game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Get, get that uh, Mick Gordon Halloween heavy metal going on, and yeah, it's <laughs> going to be perfect for that. Oh, I can't uh, wait. Another cool thing about it is that the demons are going to have, like, you'll be able to kind of take them apart a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, one that has, like, a uh, like a mancubus with a flamethrower, you'll be able to shoot, like, um, you know, the, the flamethrower off his hand. So that'll yeah. kind of deny an attack. So the, the demons are kind of destructible, and it's not completely cosmetic. Like, they, it has a tactical purpose, too. So That's crazy. One of the cool things is, uh, <laughs> like, when the id guys get out there, it's, um, they were in the no-clip documentary, but Marty Stratton and uh, Hugo Martin, I think, mm-hmm. um, they get out there and start talking about doom and like they're, they're just likable dudes and they, they clearly love doom a lot. Oh yeah. So I, I, oh, yeah. I always enjoy listening to those guys kind of get excited about these ideas that they're going to be sharing. So yep. <laughs> doom eternal awesome. sounds pretty good. They, they didn't give a release date on that yet. Did they? No. Uh, yeah, we're still waiting on that. Cause I think right now the Amazon listing has it for like December 31st, 19 or 2019. Right. Uh, so I'm thinking it's probably going to be early next year, but uh, yeah. we'll see. And then I heard a rumor that it's coming out on Switch as well. Yes. Yep, they're going to be launching on Switch. That's crazy. Um, so, which is nuts. I can't believe that they've they, like they're able to port those games to Switch because it's going right? to beat the hell out of modern hardware already. Oh, yeah, for but, sure. Uh, and then they're like, eh, let's put it on the Switch. Yep. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I mean, I, what it is is like id Tech 7, I think, is the engine. And the mm-hmm. big, like, their big selling point for EdTech is that it's incredibly scalable. So um, they're able to pretty easily kind of, like, you know, match it for the platform that you're on. So even if if you've got, you know, a like a twin GTX 1080 Ti's or Titans or something like that, then, yeah, you'll be able to push that to the to the edge. But it'll also work on the Xbox One playstation 4 you know the, the launch versions of those and the switch so mm-hmm. um so good on them I, I mean apparently the doom port for 2016's doom to the switch was great yep. um so uh yeah no reason to think this won't be as well it's awesome cool stuff anyway that's what i had man uh i think i feel like there was something else that happened but i can't uh Oh, that, and this is just random, but the PlayStation's putting out like 50,000 limited edition PlayStation 4 Pros. Huh. Okay. So, to commemorate the, I, I forgot what anniversary it is. Maybe I think it was 500 million PlayStation sold, Jeez. like over their entire line. Yeah. Something like that. But they're putting out 50,000 limited edition PlayStation 4 Pros that are this translucent dark blue material oh. with a two terabyte hard drive custom controller it looks super sexy i'm just looking and at I this on uh, vg247 it looks very good i kind of want one but i have no <laughs> justification of buying one at Man. all oh. but uh i love when they put out custom consoles but then i also hate it because i'm like i just bought my pro i can't no i'm good <laughs> it looks like but that thing looks cool it looks real good yeah that's a like that's it's got the matching dual shock and the yeah that looks great 
Oh, and it comes with the camera too, I believe. I think you're right. Yep, the the art here, or the key art has uh, the the camera. So, yep, oh, man, it looks so cool. That's good, and I, it looks like you're gonna have to uh, probably get it from a scalper on eBay. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's not something you're walking in the Best Buy and picking up. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Anyway, well, good luck to uh, anybody who's trying to get one of the, those things. And um, yeah, and if you want to uh, let me borrow it, that'd be cool too. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, but, you know, you never know. You got to ask because somebody crazy will do something. That's right. The worst they can say is no. Yeah, exactly. I won't cry <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, I think, I think that's it. You got a show? I think we, I think we nailed it. Awesome, man. That's always go, always like just uh, flips by so fast. Right? Like, like huh? we talk about this, 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 and now we're done. Yep. But uh, uh, yeah. we didn't get any questions this week, so if you're listening and you want to ask us your burning video game questions or questions in general, yeah, um, you can get at us at vgwm.com. There's a bunch of ways to send in questions there. Uh, join the Discord; you can throw some questions in there. Uh, we'll be happy to answer all of your questions. Yeah, except for bad ones, which will yeah, no bad ones. Like, and you know what we mean, so don't be dumb. <laughs> Uh, but you can join our yeah. The Discord is a cool place to hang out. Uh, we're usually there. Uh, then um, we've also got the Instagram. That's mm-hmm. uh, what is that's just at um, VGWAM. Uh, good question. I think it's at. Let me double check because I don't want to give out the wrong. I think I I don't want to fuck up the Instagram like I did last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we we're we're professionals. Yes. No, yes. Yeah. It is at VGWAM on Instagram. Cool, cool. Ignore episode 18 post. I don't know how I fucked that up. Uh, yeah. Hey. Oh, I know how I fucked it up. Because we're VGWAM podcast yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Something. Yep. Something like that. <laughs> we are, again, professionals. Uh, yeah. VGWAM underscore Just, podcast on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just go to VGWAM.com. Yeah. That's where all the cool our shit stuff, is. All our stuff's there. Yeah. Trust us. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, well, I'm, on, I'm on Twitter at iBoudreau. Uh, you can find my and stuff you can find me at uh, Twitch at Kryptonite, and all my socials is on that page, on my channel page. Oh, I did, forgot to mention, I beat, I finally beat Aliens: Isolation. Nice, it's so good. Yeah, that's a great it's game, man. So good. That is a very good game. The the last stream I did, I. I think I jumped more than I ever have in any of the other streams. <laughs> there was so much shit happening. I was like, why is why is it doing this? Like the game's <laughs> supposed to be ending and they're doing this right now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh. Yeah, when things really go to hell. Oh uh, man, yes. <laughs> Stuff goes so down. So now I'm looking for a new scary game to spin up for Saturdays. I I think I might do Soma. That's supposed to be really good. Yeah, I would. That's what I keep hearing, but it looks terrifying to me. But everybody's like, if you could play Aliens, you could play Soma, which I don't believe at all. (laughs) But we'll see. These are bad advice, friends. Exactly. Like I don't know. I don't think they understand my level of scary. I don't like demons. I don't like jittery looking things, and I don't like screaming babies. I don't think Soma has screaming babies, but I just threw that in there. So it's got some some creepy ass like old. I don't know, like stuff that's underwater kind of just freaks me oh, out automatically. So yeah, like that's instant. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like the bottom of the ocean is like many times scarier than outer space to me. Oh hell yeah! yeah. So 
So we'll see. Maybe I'll I'll play an hour of that and never play it again. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Oh boy. Well, yeah. you made it to the end of the podcast. We appreciate you for listening. Uh, this has been episode twenty of the VG Wham podcast. I'm your host for this week, Jermaine, and I'm here with Ian, and we are going to say good night and see you next time. Take care. Bye.